We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It didn't feel right to leave. I felt like I had more to prove and we're going to have a good team this year. And it just, the better decision for me was to stay in Manhattan. Such a special, special place. I just wasn't ready to leave. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts or on our YouTube channel, all over social media, or our morning newsletter, KCSN Daily, dedicated to your Kansas City Chiefs. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. Hello and welcome to another Three Mont Podcast. I am John Kurtz. I am uh, solo right now, but you're going to hear from everybody else here in this pod. We're, we're splintering some things together. Of course, you know Derek Young, runs K-State online. You know Cole Manbeck, former beat writer for the Manhattan Mercury and a uh, guy that has been around us for a long time. Today, you're going to hear more from Big 12 Media Days. Again, those guys took care of that. Shout out to them for doing a great job hooking you up with all sorts of content. That means today, you're going to hear from Daniel Green, a.k.a. Deuce Green. You may get a little confused, but he's the deuce of the defense. First team All-Big 12 linebacker, preseason All-Big 12 linebacker, that is, heading into this year. And then Eli Huggins, who got the nod to come to Big 12 Media Days. Not Felix Anyadike Uzama, who's the preseason Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year, but Eli Huggins, a guy who stuck around to play defensive tackle for the Cats this year when he could have left. He did not have to use his extra year, and you can tell if you listen to Chris Kleiman's interview on the podcast uh, that we dropped in the feed not too long ago, you can tell the affinity that he really has for Eli Huggins and thus why he gets the opportunity to go to Big 12 Media Days instead of Felix and Yudike Uzama. So I'm excited for you guys to hear those as well as myself to uh, hear these interviews that those boys got. As always, though, we need to remind you about Holiday Distillery. Appreciate the support of Holiday Distillery each and every show here on the Three Mob Podcast. You know 360 Vodka, all right? If that's more your style, if you're a vodka man, Vodka woman, whatever it is, 360 Vodka is the way to get going. If you need Bloody Marys in the morning, however you celebrate, whenever you celebrate, if you're celebrating Avery Johnson still, I wouldn't blame you. Make sure you get some 360 Vodka from Holiday Distillery. Or if you are much more like us three, you would be going for the Ben Holiday Bottled and Bond Bourbon, which is new. That You got to try that. Rave reviews out there for that, and it is very new. So make sure you get your hands on some of that added into the mix. If you are a bourbon drinker and uh, support those who really support us here, if you're a big fan of the Three Mile Podcast, it's all happening because of Holiday Distillery. So uh, support those who support us. All right. I was 
trying to do this in my head here. You know, Tucker Franklin behind the scenes producing this. We didn't talk about which one of these interviews is going first. I'm going to go ahead and give you Daniel Green first, okay? Now, let me tell you a little something about Daniel Green. I was not actually at Big 12 Media Days to witness the interviews in total, but I was watching on TV, and I was watching the ESPN Plus broadcast. Daniel Green, back when I was on the beat, so I left in the middle of last season, back when I was on the beat, was pretty shy, pretty reserved. I remember talking to him um, particularly after, what was it, Oklahoma State? He had the he had two targeting penalties last year and had to sit out halves of games in case they was concerned about losing him because he's so important to the linebacking core. And by the way, will be once again this year where they, they lack a little bit of depth there. But he was just reserved, timid, I would say, for the most part when he came in to do interviews, fairly quiet, reserved probably the best word for it. Not like he's not a confident human being, but just had not fully embraced doing that. And I listened to him at Big 12 Media Days on the set with the ESPN Plus crew, and that was a totally different guy. This is a guy who seems to be really coming into his own, very comfortable, extremely confident. And I know that doesn't necessarily mean anything when it comes to performance out on the field, but I take that as a good sign that this is a guy who's now been around, is very confident. And by the way, for those that hammer K-State for the lack of talent out there on the field, this is a former four-star recruit that, that Bill Snyder and company kind of found their way into at the 11th hour. His recruitment was a very interesting story, and he's pretty old because of his long, arduous path to get here to this point in his college career. So I'm setting the table a little bit there. Let me uh, let the boys hammer at home. Colin D.Y. both talk to Daniel Green, K-State's All-Big 12 linebacker. We're pleased to be joined by Kansas State linebacker Daniel Green, first team All-Big 12 selection on the preseason team. Daniel, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. Daniel, how, how has this experience been? Media day, talking to all these reporters, it kind of signifies the start of, of college football season. It's on the doorstep. What's this been like for you? It's been really exciting, you know, like things like this, just it's just like, you know, the feeling of football is coming up, you know, it's like, it's, it's exciting and the fans are excited and all the questions and stuff even make me excited. It's like, oh, how do you feel about it? And, you know, it's just like the, the anticipation of football season is like just, uh, just the feeling of it, you know, it's getting close. So yeah, it's really how, exciting. How do you how do you pick an out an outfit for this type of event? I mean, I saw Deuce; he's carrying around a bag as well. So, I mean, what what goes into picking out the outfit for this kind of event? Uh, we kind of we call it uh, putting it on, man. You gotta put your best on. You know, you're gonna be in the camera a lot today and stuff like that. So, you might as well just put your best on today. Who's the best dressed out of you four? Uh, I mean, I can't say we all came in the blue suits <laughs> and, you know, we all kind of uh, matching a little bit. So, man, all four of us look really good today. I'll get right to the football stuff and I'll start out hot, actually. I, I think this is probably the best, the most talented team that you've been a part of at Kansas State. Would you agree? Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then uh, I guess as a defense, how do you feel about the way that it's been assembled? I know you got a lot of guys, new guys in the back end. How's it coming together this offseason? I think it's coming together pretty good. Uh, we got a lot of guys that are, are new, and we got some guys that are still like from last year that are here. So uh, those guys from last year are bringing guys along, and the guys are getting it. You know, the guys are bought in to what we're trying to do, and we got great coaches that are, are willing to, to coast their butts off to have guys feel comfortable in our system. So I just feel really good about our defense. And, and now that you've been around Will Honus a little bit longer, um, I know he's getting healthier. He's probably cleared by now, actually. Just what what has been your observations from him? I know he's he's a transfer, hasn't been around long, but you've been around him for a few months now. Yeah. First off, he's a great great person to be around, great teammate, and he just works hard. That man, he just works hard. You know, he just 
grinds. Like, you know, in the weight room, he's one of the strongest guys on the team. And then out the runs, you know, he just works hard. And he's, he's, he just wants to learn. He's a quick learner, too, obviously, because he's been in college football for a while. But he's a just a, a sponge. Like, you give him information, he soaks it up. You don't have to, don't have to uh, tell him twice. So, yeah. Who else in the linebacker room is kind of standing out for you guys? Daniel, obviously, you added Gavin Forsha late in the recruiting process here. You've got Austin Moore right. uh, coming back as well. And then Toby, a freshman, Jake right. Clifton, a freshman. Right. Anyone standing out of those guys? Uh, the freshmen are outstanding so far. I, I, I really think this is one of our best groups of freshmen that we've ever had come in. Toby and Jake Clifton both are – Kobe, I think he is a 22-miles-per-hour guy and then Jake Clifton's almost there. He's like 21.8 or something. So those guys are just outstanding, working hard. Like, you know, they work really hard. And Austin Moore is just a guy that just, he works hard too. And very intelligent football player um, with the defense and just brings guys along, becoming a great leader also. What what was it that clicked for you last year? Obviously, you had you had decent seasons your, your sophomore, junior year, but you took it to another level last year. 16 tackles for loss, 89 tackles. Now you're preseason, first team all Big 12. What, what allowed you to really take off and take it to the next level? I think uh, just the preparation of knowing what to do, like when you're going into a game and how to watch film and, and just the game slowing down for me. You know, like uh, football is more of a mental game than it is physical. So, like, once you get that mental mental side down, I'm never, like, close to where I want to be, always learning. But, like, just being ahead of the game, going into games and knowing what I'm about to get and just feeling comfortable within the scheme and within uh, what we're trying to do as a defense has really helped me out a lot. You mentioned Will Honus played a lot of college football. So have you. You guys got about 10, 12 years experience between the, <laughs> between the two of you. How long does it feel like you've been at Kansas State? I mean, the campus probably looks different at this point. Yeah, I mean, it feels, it feels crazy, you know, like uh, a group of guys that, like, are on the team with me that have been here a while. We'd be always saying, oh, man, we came – been been through a lot you know we came in with Snyder then we've been here since climbing has been here so yeah we've been here a long time and I, uh it's one of those years that we're like this is the year you know since we've been here so long we're like I feel like this is the one right here that's probably the answer to my next question but I was gonna say what made you stay what made me stay is uh I feel like it was unfinished business you know I feel like it was so much for more me to improve on my game there's so much more for that we can do as a team and a group of guys that also that came in with me were like hey let's run it back let's do it again and we came back and we want to do it again did, what was the process for you did you think about the nfl did you go into you know talk to anybody about the process and potentially think about entering your name in or uh kind of in my mind i already knew i was coming back because i just I feel like I'm not where I want to be as a football player. I feel like I got so much to improve, and I feel like our defense as a whole has so much to improve too because that was our first year running that three down. So I feel like uh, just as a defense as a whole, there's a lot more that we can improve and we can be better. So I'm excited for the challenge. And you obviously have an outstanding defensive line in front of you with Felix and, and Nate Matlack taking off last year and Eli Huggins and nose tackle. How, how special of a group is that? And how can they help you guys and the secondary with I their mean, ability to rush the passers? I mean, they do everything. Uh, I always, we always, it's, we call it the trenches. I mean, they, they, they're the heart and soul of everything. You know, everything starts down there, and those guys make us look good. They make my job easier. Guys like Eli Huggins, they don't get enough love because he's taking on double teams every play at nose guard. Uh, guys like that, uh, Felix, Nate, uh, all those guys, man, they're down there doing all the dirty work and. 
Yeah, they're the heart and soul of our whole defense, really. Khalid Duke was a guy, obviously, that was looking like right. he was going to have a special year last year, and then he gets hurt against Nevada. Where would you say he's at in his recovery process, and you think he can get back to that level this year that he was at last year? Duke, Duke is someone who's special. He's one of those football players that are just pure football players, you know, and an injury like that for a guy like him, he's going to be back and he's going to be fine, you know, and he's got so much versatility. He can play linebacker. He can go down and play DN, so having him back is just really great to do, and I know a lot of quarterbacks aren't excited to have him back. And when it comes to the linebacker play, you have Gavin Forsha and Sean Robinson, I think, playing the same position. What have you seen from them so far? Because that's, that's kind of, I think Reggie played that even a little yep. bit last year as an undersized yep. guy. So what do you expect from them at this point? Uh, I expect them to uh, work hard and, and understand that as a defense, we fly around and we, we play with uh, intensity. So as you know, Reggie was a guy that brought a lot of intensity. So he was a great fit for our defense. And I think Sean and Gavin are both guys that are still learning and both guys that have a lot of potential to be really good at that position. And I feel, I feel really good about them. I asked this question to everyone, and I know it's probably a little bit of a difficult one. Not that you guys will take a step back, but is there a player on the defense that you'll miss quite a bit because they were that dude? I miss a few guys, actually. Yeah. I miss I miss Tim. I miss Russ. I miss <laughs> J-Mac. I miss, I miss Ross. Man, I miss all those guys, man, because they were just a special group. They were all special, you know, and they brought a lot of great leadership, and they, they, they were really great players for us, so, yeah, for a long time, man. Well, we got sitting behind us here. We got Adrian Martinez, your quarterback. What have you seen from him? Uh, I know he wasn't able to cut it quite as loose as he probably would have liked in spring ball yeah. his injury, but how excited are you to have him at the quarterback I'm, spot? I'm, I'm really excited to have him at the quarterback position. I think it's going to be very dangerous having him and Deuce back there in the backfield. Uh, I don't even like going against it at practice, so good luck to those defenses. So, yeah, I'm really excited about both those guys. I'm really excited about Adrian, what he brings to the table. Great leadership, and he's a guy that played a lot of college football and has a lot to bring to our team. All right, well, that's Daniel Green for you guys. First team, all Big 12 linebacker. Daniel, thanks so much for joining us, and good luck this season. Hopefully we see you back here on this field on December 3rd in yes, Arlington. Sir. Yes, sir. Thank I you. appreciate you guys having me. All right, there's Deuce Green, a.k.a. Daniel Green. A little confusing. He's 22, so is Deuce Vaughn, but uh, it's pretty easy to tell who's a stud on each side of the ball when that is the case. Let's take a break, come back, and we'll get you Eli Huggins, one of the stalwarts of K-State's defensive line, probably overshadowed by his teammate Felix Andudike Uzama, but uh, typically a pretty insightful interview. That's coming up next. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We are back here on the Three Mod Pod. I am John Kurtz. You're going to hear in just a moment from Derek Young and Cole Manbeck, who got a chance to talk to Eli Huggins, K-State's starting defensive tackle. But let's sneak this in. I know a lot of you out there are probably wearing this stuff right now, so you don't need me to tell you about home field apparel, but maybe some do if you are not on Twitter and you did, you missed the, the extravaganza that was K-State fans jumping all over this stuff the other day. Let me introduce you to uh, Home Field, premium collegiate apparel brand out of Indianapolis, incredibly comfortable, officially licensed apparel with vintage college designs. These guys do their research. They got some really cool designs out there. They have 15 designs, in fact, from K-State that are awesome. Not just T-shirts, but also hoodies. These things have been highly coveted by college fan bases across the country. And K-State fans patiently, patiently waited for their opportunity to get their hands on these. And lo and behold, uh, K-State finished third all-time in sales. You can see the chart if you go follow at Home Field Apparel on Twitter. Uh, K-State is behind only Florida and Georgia, ahead of South Carolina, Washington, Cincinnati, Notre Dame, LSU, NC State, West Virginia, Nebraska, Kansas is way back at the back. So is Alabama. So is Oklahoma. K-State fans absolutely showed out in getting this gear, if that tells you anything about the quality of this stuff and how awesome it is. So I have some of it, and I have long, long waited the opportunity to actually put this stuff on, wear this. My good buddy Jeff buys a bunch of the collections from different schools. I've seen him rock that stuff. It looks so sharp and so good. Uh, So I was thrilled to uh, get the opportunity to take part in this as well. If you have not yet... Okay, if you have not yet, you need to do so, and you can get 15% off by using promo code 3MAW. That's pretty easy to remember, right? 3-M-A-W, the number three. I did have someone ask, is it is it spelling it out? No, 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 no. The number three, M-A-W, promo code 3MAW, to get 15% off at checkout from Homefield Apparel. This stuff is good. It's quality, and if I haven't done a good enough job selling it there, just look at the results. K-State was the third highest fan base in buying this stuff already, and it just dropped on the 16th. So this has not been out for very long, but we appreciate their support of the podcast here as well. All right, enough of me babbling. Eli Huggins, a guy who's been around for a long time, fairly soft-spoken, kind of plays that role of like what K-State defensive tackles have been. I mean, there have been a lot like the Will Geary's of the world, Travis Britts, like pretty quiet and unheralded guys that didn't come in with a bunch of recruiting acclaim but wind up being stud all Big 12 defensive tackles by the time that they're done. Eli Huggins is next in line there, and he sat down with Derek Young and Cole Manback. Eli, welcome to the Three Mob Pod. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, Eli, I was looking back because I, I remember you in the 2017 signing class, I believe, and now this is your sixth year here. That's right. Does it, does it feel like you've been here? Does it feel like it's been six years? Oh man, my body feels like it's been six years, but my it, it has flown by. I mean, it, it has been so much fun being here. So it, it's flown by, but my body's definitely feeling the six years. I mean, it, it is rare to see guys and nowadays with the transfer portal stick around the same program for yeah. six years. I'm, I'm curious, what went into your decision to come back? Was that a difficult decision, or I wouldn't say it was difficult. It just felt right. I mean, I last year all season long, I had all intentions of leaving. I, I, I didn't really want to play a six-year. I wanted to try and take a shot at the NFL. Um, even senior night, I, I was crying like a baby. I thought it was over. I was leaving. But then it just 
it, it didn't feel right to leave. I, I felt like I had more to prove, and we we're going to have a good team this year. And it just the better decision for me was to stay in Manhattan. Such a special, special place. I just wasn't ready to leave. Did the Texas game almost galvanize this program a little bit? Because obviously it went into probably a little bit of Coach Klein becoming the offense coordinator, kind of changing the offense a little bit. And it probably left a bad taste in your mouth. I imagine that yeah. could have contributed to your decision to return. Yeah, I mean, that that game did not go the way we wanted it to go. Um, it, it definitely left a bad taste in my mouth. We'll have to make up for that one this year. And then you play with your brother. Mm-hmm. You just beat the crap out of him at practice. Is, is, that, is, that, is that another reason? <laughs> we, to come we've back? only run into each other, I think, one time in all the years of practice. Oh, okay. I think we've run into each other one time, or maybe twice. He tried to take me out on. I was playing punch shield one day in practice. He tried to take me out, but uh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't mess with him too much. Okay. Did you get the better of him on those two? On the punt one, he probably got me a little better. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> This second year of the three-three-five defense. Uh-huh. Now, what would you say your guys' comfort level is within the system? Oh, the highest it's been for sure. I mean, it's it's hard to just totally switch up defenses like that. Go to something totally different. All the techniques are different. At least on the front end, I, I can't really speak for the back end, but techniques are very <laughs> different. Um, and just your thought process is very different on, on what you're doing. But I think we're really honed in right now. What's it like for you being the nose tackle in the three-three-five and commanding a lot of double teams while the uh, while Felix and Nate and oh, yeah. the lead get to clean up? Yeah, they're having fun out there on the edge and <laughs> out in space. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a, it was a change up from playing. I mean, I was used to playing two I or playing a three tech, um, which that was difficult. But uh, nothing I'd say is as difficult as playing that head up nose. I mean, you just people are coming at you from every direction right there in the middle. But what what is your priority as the nose tackle in the three-three-five? Uh, I mean, you got to be a dog inside. You got to, I mean, no, nothing can come in those A, a gaps. So take up as many guys as you can. Nothing comes inside. How much are you going to miss having Timmy Horn in that room with you? And do you think that it's, you got, you got the guys to replace him? Yeah, I mean, Tim was great to have around. I mean, to have another really good nose guard that you can split reps with. And, and by the end of the game, you're still feeling fresh and good to go is it, huge. But D. Henson's ready to roll. I mean, he, he's a great player, ready to step up and kind of own his role. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll be fine inside. The rest of the defense, uh, do you feel like, from a talent standpoint, this is the most you've had since you've been there? There's some freaky talent out there right now. I mean, when you look at guys like Felix, just unbelievable. Juju, I mean, he's massive to be a corner. And the way he moves and stuff, it's just fun to watch. Uh, Daniel Green, he's going to be freaky this year. I mean, we, we have at every level, there's just a lot of talent. Does it almost feel like Nate Matlack is about to ascend similarly to what Felix did last year? Yeah, I think Nate gets overlooked oftentimes. I mean, which anyone's going to when you have a guy like Felix right on the other side of you. Uh, Nate's a grinder, and he's been working hard. He's looking good. I think he's going to have a breakout year. What's it, what's it like to play for Joe Clayton? Klanderman's awesome. Yeah. I love Coach Klanderman. Um, he's an incredible coach, just an incredible man. It's a pleasure to play for him. D.Y. asked you about the talent on the defense, but when you look at the overall talent, obviously, Bruce, Adrian on offense, Malik, the offensive line, how does this team compare in terms of talent to your past teams that you've been, I can't say? Yeah, I mean, every team I've been a part of has had a lot of talented guys in, in different spots. Um, this year, I'd say we're a little more whole. I mean, the, the ta- talent's spread out at every level. Every, O-line's got really good players. Running backs are good. Receivers are good. Quarterbacks are good. Defense has guys in every spot. So I'd say it's the most spread out that it's ever been. 
Is there an offensive lineman that's just a pain in the butt for you in practice? BB's, BB's a, a stud, man. BB's, BB's fun to go against. What about the, the center position? That's kind of a question mark coming into this year. You lose Noah Johnson. Who stepped up there that you've been going up against? Hayden Gillum, uh, Hadley Panzer? Yeah, both those guys. I mean, I, I don't know who the guy's going to be. Um, it's up to the coaches. But those are both really good players. We'll be in good hands either way. Is there anybody new on the defense that really was like, just like is taking you by surprise so far? I mean, you got Will Honus, uh, transfer linebacker. If you look at him, he is a freak. I mean, he is shredded, um, can move around well. I think he's going to be a really good player this year. We've heard about the freshman classes being rated about quite a bit already, too. Any uh, any specific ones that have kind of impressed you? It's hard to tell um, just because they haven't really done any football yet. Yeah, you know? they're just running around. And yeah, they, we're just running around and, and, and conditioning and stuff, so it's hard to tell. But I, I do know that this freshman class has been the most bought in of any freshman class I've seen as far as just not having issues on the field, off the field, like bought in, doing things the right way, not messing up. So that's encouraging. There, there was almost like a culture correction um, mm -hmm. right around the time of COVID and, and all that hit. It was right when Coach True, I think, got brought in. Do you think he's kind of responsible for kind of putting things back into place? Yeah, Coach True's the man. We spend so much time with the strength staff. You've got to have a really good strength staff to have a good culture. And I think the good thing is that the upstairs, fourth floor, all the, all the position coaches and head coach climbing, and they're they're really intertwined. Well, you're not getting different messages depending on where you're at. I mean, they're 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 a team and work well together. A couple non-football questions to let you go, Eli. You're from Georgia, but you mentioned Manhattan's been such a special place. So what is it about Manhattan that you love? I mean, it's just everyone in Manhattan is a K-State fan. Everywhere, everywhere you go is diehard K-State fans. You, you just feel special and you, you just feel the love no matter where you're at in Manhattan. Every, everyone treats you so well. I mean, it, it's just really is a special place. What's your favorite place to eat in Manhattan? Favorite place to eat? It, it might be a little cop-out. Everyone's probably going to say this, but Lucha. I love Taco Lucha. I'm a Solong guy. Okay. I, always, I always go over to Solong, but uh, I like Lucha as well. Whatever's got the shortest weight. Oh, my it? gosh. <laughs> I wish they would expand. Uh, it would be really helpful. But anyways, well, Eli, thanks so much for joining us here on the Three Mob Pod. We hope you have a great season. Best of luck this year. It should be an exciting time to be a Kansas State fan. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. All right, good stuff today, boys. Thank you to Eli Huggins and Daniel Green for uh, talking with us here on the Three Mob Pod. There's going to be more content coming up this week. We're still not done with everything coming out from Big 12 Media Day, so stay tuned for more here on the feed. And, of course, uh, we'll get back to uh, the regular podcast as well. And if anything breaking happens, we'll be right here for you also. Thanks again to Homefield Apparel and Holiday Distillery, to Tucker Franklin behind the scenes. As always, I am John Kurtz. We'll talk to you soon on another Three Mob Podcast. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.